Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia on this hump day, October 5th, and we've got some more Loretta Lynn news to get to here, you guys. Obviously, one of the greatest, and we've got to pay tribute to the oh Queen of Country. Oh, my gosh. I was so um, curious to see how everyone would cover it, you know, like how deep in the vault, like mm-hmm. Entertainment Tonight and um, Extra and Access Hollywood, because she has been so accessible for such a long time. I know. And... Um, we had a lot of people send us emails yesterday just about Loretta Lynn and coal miner's daughter and everything. But CBS um, um, Mornings today had the story that they wanted to share about remembering uh, Loretta Lynn. Because really, you had so many angles you could cover her oh, right. story. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but Anthony Mason, that that he wanted to share about all the ways she shattered barriers for women in the music industry and why she wanted singers to tell a story in their music. And she felt that was the key to her success. And she is considered genius songwriter in that everything she wrote about was stuff she knew. Sure. Cheating and drinking right. and getting the pill and, you know, not having a mess of it. I mean, she was very wrote right from the heart. Taylor Swift. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is CBS Mornings uh, remembering Loretta Lynn. What do you hear that you like? Well, I like to hear the singers that tell a story. You know, mm-hmm. I like to hear stories yeah. in a song. And um, because I think you're wasting the song if you don't tell a story. So that was in when Loretta Lynn's. That was in Hurricanes Mills, Ten- Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, which in her living room, actually. We'd gone there to, to, to shoot a story with a singer named Nikki Lane. Loretta had invited Nikki to perform in her living room, came down and sang with her. Wow. I stood on the stairs and watched. It's a moment, obviously, I will never forget. Yeah. But she was so open and supportive of a younger country singer. And she is a legend among young women in country yeah. music mm. because she so. really busted down the door. And Shania Twain tweeted about that specifically, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw up her tweet because it sort of is indicative of what a lot of people have been saying about how she was uh, in the 1970s. Because of women like Loretta, the marketplace changed. That that's when women started to really sell records. That's when women started to be played on the radio. That's why I even stood a chance. Mm. Uh, and it's just not her. Jack White called her one of the greatest singer-songwriters yeah. of the 20th century. And to your point, he's 20-something. She's yeah. 70-something. Yeah. Right. They collaborate on this incredible album, Van Leer Rose, which mm-hmm. wins a multitude of awards, which she's also won, including a Presidential Medal of Freedom she's Award. She's won everything Obama. and deserves everything. I mean, it's it's she's had something like 50 top 10 country hits. Just amazing. But the, but the thing is, it was her 
her husband, who she sang about, who actually told her to, to start singing and play and gave her a guitar, and then she kind of turned around yeah, and used like, it but, against but him. But did, she know, did he know she was going to sing about No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. No, it wasn't. But one of the things that I uh, heard on one of the morning shows, or one of it might have been one of the entertainment shows about, um, you know, um, her friendship with Patsy Cline, because they were the same age. But Patsy Cline was already well known. They were only born like a couple months apart in 1932. So Patsy Cline kind of took Loretta Lynn under her wing. Okay. And would give her, she would have Loretta come over and she'd cook for her. And then she'd, they'd go make her way to the closet and Patsy would give her clothes because she knew she and Do were going from radio station to radio station with their 45s trying to get a station to play one of her records. Right. And that she needed to look kind of present, you know, she needed to not look like, you know, a butcher holler girl. And so she wanted her to look, she's like, you got to look the part. So Loretta Lynn, you, we see that in the movie. And I, I almost think that part of the movie, the, in the movie, you see the day when Patsy Cline's plane goes down. Well, when did Patsy Cline die? I, I want to say she was like maybe 32 or 29 I, something you know is another one of those tragic, tragic. young yep. uh thing and um um and and Patsy Cline knew who Loretta Lynn was because Loretta Lynn covered her song I Fall to Pieces which is one of the all-time greatest torch songs ever um what I consider a torchy song and she was recovering from a near fatal car accident and heard Loretta Lynn on the radio singing her song, I Fall to Pieces. So she almost died and in she, a car yes, accident. And she died she, at 30 years old. And she summoned Loretta to the hospital, and that is the first time that that's when Loretta met her. Which she was getting, you know, you here's Patsy Cline with her great song. And she said, and I didn't know, because she wrote in her, she wrote a book, Me and Patsy Kicking Up Dust. She said, so I, but I, they just fell into instant friendship. Wow. And Patsy told her how to handle the dirty old men of the radio stations who were going to say, you know, they need to see her around the corner or something. And You need to sit on my lap. Yes, whatever. If I know how to put the needle on this 45. And and uh, Loretta Lynn in that book said that you got to set them straight, little girl. Show them you don't go for that kind of thing. And so Loretta, um, you know. It's interesting to me that, I mean, she had four kids and then she's out going, running around with her. That must have just yeah. so much work. So much work. Yeah. And then she always said after she met Patsy, her life with Do got better because she put her foot down about all the skirt chasing that he did, mm-hmm. as she called it. You know? Gosh, and she right. still says he's the only man she ever loved. This is what happens. Michaels. You know, was with her a couple weeks ago, Lori. Oh, he was. Yeah. So Brett Markles was. Yeah, with I her think she was living the, at, her life. Yeah. You know, until she died. He wrote on Facebook yesterday. My heart is beyond heavy. He had been with Lynn at a ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. A few weeks, she was sitting there in a blanket, and we started talking. She said, "Let's do a song together." And I wrote one that's going to be called "Good Good Times." She sang "Good Good Times" and "Good Good Love," and it comes from above. And then we sang a bit of Every Rose. We both knew she wasn't feeling well. I wish I could tell you, both of us kind of empathetic, you know, you know when you know. And they both just knew. So she's sitting there with her and knowing. Mm -hmm. She had an impact on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And and Loretta Lynn in her book, Me and Patsy Kicking Up the Dust, 
she writes in that book that Patsy Cline helped her get in touch with her sexuality because Loretta told Patsy, I never had an orgasm with Doom. We've been married 15 years. And Patsy gave her some sexy lingerie and said, dance around a little bit. And then Loretta found her, oh. There you go. What so, were you going to say, Grant? Two things. Patsy Cline died in 63, and she was 30, what, two years old when she died. And the other thing, there was a listener that wanted to call in and tell her story. We just don't have time to get mm-hmm. to it, so I wanted to make sure she was heard, that her father was a real close like pen pal with Patsy or with uh, Loretta Lynn yeah. and had all these letters that she had written back and forth between the two of them and that when he passed away that he that they put those letters in his coffin oh, with wow. him because they were so close so oh I wanted gosh. to make sure that, that she, she got her, met, her story here at the flame out there. room I guess John Bremen Chris Riemann Center with the Carlton, Carlton room, room casinos and but you know she Grant that's like a that's, great story yeah. and so then when this woman's dad died he had the letters buried with, with him. him. Yeah. With him. Yeah, because he was such he, she, oh. she had such an impact on his life. And this lady that the listener that was calling too, oh. that she wanted and I just knew that we were running up against the clock yeah, and we couldn't wow. get it in. Yeah. So wow. what a story, right? Uh, yeah, what a story. So yeah. There we go. Makes me want to read me and Patsy kicking no up the kidding. dust. That nope. came out in twenty twenty. That's that something. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Or, yeah, it was a twenty twenty book. Me and Patsy kicking up dust. She probably just gave the stories out loud and someone, sure. but she was very forthcoming of her story. Yes. Love it. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with random thoughts. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So there's two random things I want to say. It's World Teacher Day. Thank you, teachers, Thank for you, everything teachers. you do. And do something nice for somebody, Day. Do it, it'll make you feel great. But in the meantime, we've had a longtime listener, and we know her as Louis Armstrong. Uh, and Martha. And, and Martha. Her real name's Martha. But Martha, I'll never forget the first time we met you, and all of a sudden, Louis Armstrong comes out of your mouth. <laughs> and you've got a lot of stories to tell. And we just saw you again at our 20th anniversary party at Lush this summer. So your dad was the one that was the pen pal with Loretta Lynn. Is that right? Can you hear me? We yes. can. Can you hear us? Uh, yeah. Oh, you guys, this is Loretta Lynn. My dad was the first black cowboy. I got to say it. Okay. On his tombstone, it says the little cattle rustler. Oh. So my dad was a good, good fan of Loretta Lynn and Eddie Arnold, the Tennessee Plowboy. Yes. Loretta Lynn and Eddie Arnold were pen pals with my dad. He loved her. He got letters from her. And when he died... I put, um, you know, their letters, some of their letters in his casket. But when she came here out at Mystic Lake, I said, I'm going to take these roses out there to her on behalf of my dad. Yes. Well, I'm the only black woman in the audience, okay? Okay. And I made sure I, I made sure I had a front row seat, you know. Yeah. And so I approached the stage with a dozen yellow roses. The security pounces on me. And then she she tells them to let me go so I could bring the roses to her. Oh, and and did what she? What year is this? Uh, yeah, what was this? Oh, God, it has to be like ten years ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it did say that she was at Mystic like in twenty ten or twenty twelve or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and so I wrote a little note inside the roses because I knew I probably wouldn't get backstage. Right. But that—that's my Loretta Lynn story. And oh gosh, and, and people so, would bring roses to 
the country queen. Right? Yeah. I mean, but can you imagine the only black woman in that theater? Yeah. And I I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But when she got done, I... I, I kind of ran to the stage with the, well, the guy, they knew I had the roles. Right. You know, it wasn't like I was going to kill her. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. You know, when so you, anyway, that, well, when you say your dad was a black cowboy, it makes me think of seeing that movie Nope, where I never knew about the black cowboys and wranglers that were key to making Hollywood westerns in the 30s oh and my, 40s. My, I'm telling you, I don't know if you guys were were in Minnesota when Washington Avenue was like a place with a lot of bars and stuff. But my dad, he would collect guitars. He thought he was a country western singer. Oh my gosh! He was short and and he wore big cowboy boots and ten gallon hats. I was kind of embarrassed. Yeah, you know. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he would he he said, Marty. He called him. I'm playing at the Persian Palm. I'm like, oh, my dad's playing at the Persian Pump. And I went there, and it was just a dive. <laughs> and I was probably about 12. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah. Wild. So, yeah, on his grave, on my dad's grave, it says, the little, the little, ca- the little cattle rustler. Oh, my gosh. Martha, I love it. What, for what sharing great your story. memories of your dad. Thank you. Thank and you so much. So glad, God bless so Loretta Lynn. that with you, guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you guys let me share that with you. I've been dying to, to share that with you because nobody in my community would uh, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for telling us. We appreciate it. Take care, Martha, and yeah. hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay, okay bye. Okay. Th- thanks so much. Bye. Absolutely. Okay, so um, a couple random, random things happening is that Pebbles, the fox terrier, who has been the world's oldest dog since May has just passed away. Oh, you never get that title. No, on. you don't. No. She was 22 <laughs> years and 50 days old, mm-hmm. and she earned the title. That's a long time for a dog. Ooh. I know she earned the earned the title after the Guinness World Records owner Toby Keith. If you remember the 21 year old Chihuahua from Florida, I remember died. you reported on that. Yes, yes, the last month. And this so, dog was 22 years. 22. Pebbles gave birth to 32 dogs. And her partner, Rocky, was also a fox terrier, toy fox terrier. He lived to age 16. Occasionally cranky Pebbles was, but she'd warm up with warm baths and good food. (laughs) Um, She also loved listening to country music while she was sleeping. Probably Loretta Lynn. No, her two two favorite singers are Conway Twitty and Dwight Yoakam. Oh, Oh. very good. She was a once-in-a-lifetime companion. Now... Guinness World Record holder mm-hmm. of the world's oldest living dog title is an Australian Shepherd named Bluey. There you go. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals.
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There you go. So if you're keeping track, Grant, if you want to check on it, we got a couple of emails. People have been buying the link. I'm just actually answering that right now. Yeah, Brianna was one of them. I'm looking into it right now. I appreciate, appreciate that. Yep. Okay, so um, something that has happened now, Goodwill, like the store, the donations. I don't know of any other Goodwill. Well, (laughs) Well, Goodwill has just gone online for the very first time. Goodwill Whoa. Goodwill finds launch today. Wow. And what have they been waiting for? Probably like how do you keep track of all that? Well, it takes pictures and of all the inventory. I have no idea how they're doing yeah. it, but I went online to look at it. It's called goodwillfinds.com. Yeah. And they have a lot of Halloween stuff and unique things. So I think they're just putting up really unique stuff, stuff. that they okay I but like then this. i went under arts and entertainment mm-hmm. and they have um vintage sewing machines and some newer ones and also drum sets and things like that so i think it's and it might just be a fun new place to check you have to play for pay for the they shipping probably thought why should facebook get all the sales action and craigslist and, craigslist and all these and other all, places when we've got all these facebook ways. marketplace and right. all yes so anyway, good, that, good on Goodwill. That just happened. I'll check that out. Um, okay, now there was a new study about how people just feel pressure when they take call in, order takeout food, they go pick it up, and then the person turns the thing around and says, how much do you want to tip us, 15 20 30% or something? Mm-hmm. It's called the pressure tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this just happened to me last night, mm-hmm. and I called. I got there 10 minutes later. It's ready for me to go, and then you have to tip. And it was a printout. And you don't have to tip. It's up to you. I know, but you feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It is the most uncomfortable. Why don't you bring cash? Um, my order was $36. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have 36 Because it was just... No, of, but I mean cash for a tip. Like, yeah. that is the way... To this this is how I do it, okay? Because I can't handle the tip. Because it starts tip. at really a lot of money yes. on your food. It's yes. like a, a $10 tip on, I on something that... Not, right, exactly. So, Julia, I have a five or maybe seven, you know, but I just have it fold, folded up and I just put it right in the cash cup. And I'm I didn't even like, see a cash no, cup, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how I deal it's with not it. not a bad I, thing. Yeah, I, I just like, I don't want to feel pressure to tip 20%, 20% on something that, you know, it's I, just you're moving from a counter to another counter. And that's how you do it. But people are feeling pressure. It's, it is. It yes, is. you're not. That's yeah. how I've, that's how I've that's dealt how with it is ca- cash. Cash is king. Cash. All right, and then queen. you don't have to tip it quite as much because, hey, you're giving them cash. I'd rather it, have cash, too. Yeah. I felt so guilty. They, I'm like, oh, yeah. geez, They might be right, stopping fine. at Tiffany's later and need that cash. That's right. <laughs> All right. On show, you got to watch on demand or go and see it. Jimmy Fallon last night had an epic 80s night. The whole oh. night he did a cold open he does a little skit. He's a maniac. I mean, you know, we just did a movie 
you know, to, right. and it filmed with seven hours, you know, to get nine minutes or whatever. I'm in awe of this cold open that he does. And then, you know, it's the just he has Jen, Jennifer Beals on, Leah Thompson, Modern English I closes saw, I the show. I was wondering why with, Leah Thompson, is Leah Thompson in anything? She's, yeah, she is in something, I think, with her daughter that she's in. But she was very charming on the couch and Jessica Beals. Talked about Flashdance and Ralph Macchio was on. Uh, Karate Kid was the first kid and he's got his first guest and he had a book out. But Jennifer Beals did tell the story. And even though you could tell maybe she's told it before, but in spirit of 80s night and she had the L word to promote and she's in The Luckiest Girl Alive. We had, oh, we yeah, read we that had book. the book on um, Jessica, Jessica Kroll. Kroll. Kroll or I Noel. was going to say Noel. Mm-hmm. But how when she went to the flash dance audition that she was told, like, kind of dressed like how a dancer would or something like that, and she cut out her sweatshirt neck. Got it. And that's what started. And Adrian Lynn, I think, was the director, and he's like, I love it. And I, I remember distinctly my friend Paul and I were roommates getting oh. home from flash dance. Immediately. Going right to our closet and getting a sweatshirt grant and cutting out the neck. <laughs> Immediately. And then we're like, and we have to buy leg warmers. Immediately. Oh. And if you're Dorit, was it Dorit who has all of the leg warmers in all the different colors? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it was just a really fun idea for a show and they all had something to promote these yeah. different 80s. I love it. And then having modern English and they just sounded great and then like this cold open of a musical number where Jimmy Fallon is dancing like a He's maniac. Talented. I just watched it and I have to post this. Okay. I, I have to, I'm putting it right now. It's, it's so good. <laughs> and he ends it with the water. He's laying back and he's got the jerry curls and the water yeah. falling all down his body. You have to check this out. I'm putting it up right now. You it's, know what I watched? Mm. Um, Jimmy Kimmel. And I have never watched The Walking Dead. Oh, not even for a really? second. Norman Reedus has looked the same dirty kind of a handsome yes. for 12 years. Okay, yes. I have never heard him talk. Oh, I have only looked at him and Daryl. think, how how does he keep that hair off of his head it's like so that? It's so perfectly dirty across his forehead. How and how he can he handle wearing it that way? Uh-huh. I am so intrigued with him. Okay. I go in a deep dive. Oh, dear. He started out in modeling. Mm-hmm. He grew mm-hmm. up in Florida, like Hollywood, Florida. He, he had um, a baby with Helena Christensen. They the met model. modeling. modeling. Their son is like 16 now. Right. And now he's with Diane Kruger, um, who Kruger. left her boyfriend, or Joshua. Her fiance, Joshua Jackson. They had an affair because they did a movie yes, they together did. and they were spotted, like basically legs akimbo Uh-oh. someplace in New York. We saw it in page six. In page six. Oh. And then they have a daughter together named Noah, Nova. Yeah. Um, but I was struck at how much he looks exactly the yeah. same as when Walking Dead started. Because I watched age. that show for like the first six seasons. I know seasons. you did. They're on the yeah. te- 12th season. Yes, I know. And, and so, he looks the same. And then he's going now. He's executive producing the next iteration of yeah. it. Yep. They've and got it, three movies coming out, mm-hmm. too. Yes, and he's going to Paris. And they're going to live in Paris for you. I was so intrigued with him. He's very yeah. handsome. But I mean, and, I just like how he talked. I like yeah. his man. I've never met him before. Right, right. Well, good. I'm glad you met him because I think he's, uh, you know, he's not taking any stretches acting wise, but no. maybe he likes it. Maybe he's a lazy actor or something and doesn't want to. he wanna, seems like just, The money is good and he was an instant 
In Boondock Saints, you remember when he was in Boondock Saints? Oh. He was one of the part. He was one of. He was. What I you didn't watch that, for? but Casey. Yeah. Did. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he also had that show called Ride with Norman Reedus. Yes. The motorcycle. With the show. motorcycle yes. show, which was exactly what you're describing, Julia. Mm-hmm. It's a really look into his life and kind of in mm-hmm. a unique way. It's and cool. just chill. Yeah. yeah very and I chill. was so. And then they had the woman who plays um, Emmett Till's mom in this new movie coming out. Till. Yes. Which looks so good, and she was so phenomenal. She mm-hmm. was a teacher forever and didn't right. expect this. Right. And then Miranda Lambert kept it off. I was so intrigued. It was a good She's late got night. a great new album out. Boy, is she prolific. Yeah, she she really is. And you know what? I'm half tempted to see her at Planet Hollywood when my mom and I are in Vegas next week because I think that Miranda probably in one location is better than traveling Miranda. She'd be more comfortable and maybe wouldn't be so wooden on stage because she's got so many great songs. She does. And maybe it's more produced, you know? I agree with you. Yeah, I think sometimes that's the beauty of like having a residency in Las Vegas is that you have... uh, Because she's not learning on stage, Grant. Yeah, you're not learning, though, a new sound system, a new thing. Every night. It's kind of... I could get... You know, being uh, an imaginary singer in my mind, I could see I would like that arrangement very much rather than schlepping her all around. 100%. It just really, I was just really struck by um, all the people. It was so much fun. Yeah. Late night's been fun. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. back with a vengeance. And uh, Grant also posted um, the Yellowstone trailer. I mean, that thing had like a gazillion views. (laughs) It went out last night and... You know, Kevin Costner and Beth and everybody. We got to see everybody in the trailer, and it just looks so good. And then Andy Cohen, that old dirty dog, he released the uh, looks because, you know, you're not as much, you know, diving deeply into the housewives as Brittany and I. But we both on Monday expressed our, you know, surprise that we hadn't seen any Beverly Hills reunion looks that usually they tease that. Is it tomorrow night? Is no, it the finale is tonight. Ugh. The finale is tonight. But they usually tease those looks sure. like three weeks before. And it's going to be a four-part reunion. Oh, for crying out loud. And so Andy shows us the looks. And there was no, um, for most reunions, there's always a theme. They're told to dress in a palette all in long, all in a certain color scheme. And in this look, okay, so we have, and this is posted. Erica is Dynasty, from the Mm -hmm. set of Dynasty. Dorit is rocking a Studio 54 look. Sutton is having lunch with the Rat Pack. Crystal is actually looks like she's dressed for a Beverly Hills Housewife reunion. Garcelle is giving us a 90s red carpet look. Kathy Hilton is dressed for lunching with the ladies at the Four Seasons. Kyle is crashing her kids' 80s prom. And Lisa Rinna just kind of looks like a Bratz doll or Khloe Kardashian or somewhere in between. The looks are all so different. So Lisa Rinna doesn't even look like herself. No, she, she looks lo- like Kim Kardashian. She looks like Khloe. Oh. Mm-hmm. She looks like Khloe or possibly... Um, you know, and then when Kathy posted her ladies who lunch outfit on Instagram yesterday, Chris Jenner gave it like 15 hearts, which, you know, Lisa Rinna, one of her little pot stirring things was saying to Kathy Hilton, you know, what good friends she is with the Kardashians without realizing that Kathy Hilton and Chris Jenner go back to 
the 70s. I'm going to be honest here. Yeah, they, aren't these terrible looks? They're terrible. terrible. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to be honest. I Sutton, saw they let looks... everybody dress how they wanted. That's and smart. usually Bravo gives. This is how you know that Bravo is firing some of these ladies. They didn't even care to give them a reunion assignment. And poor Kyle looks like Dorit, who supposedly Mario is banging on the side. So, oh, no. so for people just... who don't watch The Real Housewives. Yeah. I'm telling you, and go that and look they're going to give us four episodes. Yes. Place. I know it. I cannot wait. So there was no theme. So Beverly Hills Housewives fans are just like, what does this mean? You know, that there was uh, no, no reunion luck. But anyway, Andy is showing us that he didn't even care enough to give it a theme. Wow. Because he knows it's the last time these ladies are going to be together. Can we? By oh. the way, Bling Empire comes back tonight mm-hmm. on Netflix. I'm so excited. And and, and it's, it's been renewed. Renewed. There's like a spin off. Yeah. Bling Empire New York will tell the story of a well-to-do New York Asian Americans. Okay. There, there's a well, new. Well, I watch Bling Empire 100 percent for this eccentric woman Anna. Okay. Who's Russian Japanese and she's a billionaire. Her dad was an arms dealer. Oh. And her mom is like Japanese royalty, and she's like sixty, and she's just the. Mo- and then she, and then I like this other uh, Japanese, like this twenty-two-year-old, and then the rest, you know, whatever. I don't care about, but those two make that show, that Bling Empire. Mm. I don't know. Do you watch that, Grant? I don't. You but don't. After reading kind of what they just said, this Grant, was you be would about, hate it. You was, wouldn't like Grant, it. I don't you would think hate you, it. I, don't I can't think. even believe you're trying to suggest it to him. You would hate it. Well, yeah. that's that's it. I was yeah. asking. I have to see what the the visuals. You're are. gonna no. hate it. Then no. I'm not watching it. No, you're. That's not your show. Yeah. Cool. Then I saved myself ten minutes. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and and supposedly then also the tea that's coming out is that Kyle Richards has admitted that um, Kathy Hilton, the story that. You know, Lisa Rinna said that she used a homophobic slur, that she knows that that's a lie and that Lisa Rinna made it up. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so she's finally sticking up for her sister for a half minute. Yeah, but I mean, they fired Phaedra for lying. I'm just saying, you know, for lying and making up something like that about a castmate. So uh, Kyle could be trying to cover her butt because she's not, unlike Khloe Kardashian, she's not a strong defender when her sister's getting attacked. I know. I want to tell you, yeah. heads up, the Goodwill has had an online store for more than 10 years. Oh, well, Julia. So, <laughs> you're the one who's sorry. giving us breaking news. Well, <laughs> I saw that it even. functioned like eBay with bids. <laughs> well, damn it. This is all over the news today. So, well, I'm it's sorry. probably a new version. We'll just go with an updated, more, you know, it user was shocking friendly. me. I have to say that Goodwill <laughs> didn't have an it. online thing. I was just like, what? <laughs> And then when I said I was going to go to Goodwill and check it out, I lied. I would go to the store, but I would never go to Goodwill online. I'm not an online shopper. No. You are for shoes. Don't lie to me. Uh, No, not really. The worst part about online shopping is not knowing how it fits. Yeah, no, and, I, and and ordering the wrong like thing in the, the wrong month. I like to go to the store. So do I. I really yeah. do. So do I. I Window know shopping. people. 
I need to check in with people. <laughs> oh my gosh, she goes to the people. same five stores. You are just like it's your coffee shop. I not like my favorite. The Walgreens or, makeup department. Oh, <laughs> Julia Bonnie, Bonnie forever at that store. She's, <laughs> and apparently, we're yeah. supposed to buy all of our essentials for Thanksgiving now. What? Oh, don't believe that. I mean, that was the dumbest news I thought. No, because your canned gravy is going to go up. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, whatever. Make your own gravy. Yeah, no, I know, but people, I'm just like, oh, I'm so sick of the scare tactics. Yeah, yeah, we are really, we've run out of steam for all of that. I really just vote. That is the one thing I want you to do is just take the time to know what's going on and vote in the midterm elections if you're 18 and yes and all of that. And uh, um, when we come back, we're gonna Hollywood speak. and there's so much I don't even know what to tease you with. Okay, one of the things that we love every Sunday is CBS Sunday Morning does a very, very fine show. And they had a little um, story on John Stamos. Did you see it? Any Lovely. chance? No, okay. no, this is cool. Yeah, so, um, and he just is... I don't know. I mean, a snack and a half. Yeah, he is. And he's been in arrested development for a long time. You know, he just settled down like five years ago. He's 59, you know, and he's with a uh, woman 23 years younger, but yet you don't hate him or anything like that. He's a new dad of Bob, who. Bob. No, it's not Bob, but it's some other name. It is too. It isn't Bob. It isn't. Don't please don't get sidetracked by his kid's name. Um, But he's in this movie that, or this Disney Plus series that they like, Big Shot. And he is considered by many people, yeah, to be an underrated actor, you know, that, you know, we met him as Blackie on General Hospital and then, you know, Full House. He's just been around because he's been famous since he was 18, you know, what? He has. No, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he talked, but when uh, the woman from CBS, Tracy Smith, asked him, she said, did you always want to be famous? Because she had talked to his family and he was he was kind of a ham and, you know, all these kinds of things. And he said, I wanted to be famous so bad. And then once I got it, I loved it. I still do. If you see me somewhere, ask for a picture. I'm happy to do it. It's what I wanted my whole life. I, I love so hearing nice. that his kid's name is Billy, by the way. Okay. Um, but he, I love knowing that. How nice it is when somebody says, I'm happy to take a picture, and they admit it, and that he admitted that I wanted to be famous, and that he likes it. I thought that was just refreshing as hell, you know? Yeah. To hear that. Instead of like, oh, I just love the craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love the craft. If you ever watched Full House, it was very Uncle Jesse-like. Yeah. Very laid back, very just always there, always making sure everything's cool, calm, collected. It's it's Uncle Jesse-like. Yeah, and listen, General Hospital in the um, early 80s was hot. It had Demi Moore. Um, We had Demi Moore and and John Samos were in General Hospital. We had Jesse, Rick Springfield. As the doctor, whatever. I mean, there was like some seriously hot people. 100%. At the same time. Okay, so uh, good on that one. Um, Kanye West is in, um, you know, after he made uh, his appearance as a stunt wearing White Lives Matter and sending all of his black Black models models wearing White Lives Matter. At um, his fashion show in Paris. In Paris. And then Gigi Hadid called him out for... You know, basically going off on a Vogue editor's looks. 
um, when a black she, Vogue editor, editor but yeah. she went off on her looks because she wrote a column criticizing uh, those T-shirts, and then Gigi called them a bully and a joke, and then Khloe Kardashian is calling him out because then Kanye, it's like such a convoluted remember he, story. Remember he didn't, he didn't use Twitter or anything for like seven months? Yes. Well, this is all on in Instagram, and he then then what after Gigi called him a bully and a joke, he wrote in all caps, "I wonder what Gigi and Venus's perspectives were when I didn't know where my child was on her birthday." This is all in response to the White Lives Matter mm-hmm. T-shirts that he was stunt carrying. I don't know if oh, he yeah. wants to carry stunt, white supremacist reaction. water or something, but stunt reaction wear, <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> And so Chloe uh, wrote back, yay, I love you. I don't want to do this on social media, but you keep bringing it here. You're the father of my nieces and nephews. I'm trying to be respectful, but please stop tearing Kimberly down and using our family when you want to deflect. Because why is he bringing up the kid's birthday about this? Uh She said, Enough already with the birthday narrative. Again, we all know the truth, and in my opinion, everyone's tired of it. You wanted separate birthdays. I've seen all the text to prove it. Um, She said, let's continue this conversation privately, but please leave Kim and your family out of it so the kids can be raised peacefully. I come from a place of love. How he, did he respond? You are lying, oh. and your family are all liars. No. Mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah. So out of control. He is just... He's the worst. He's <laughs> he's a train wreck, and he's one after another, so he'll continue to get... Uh, but, you know, his PR, press, but his he's PR a fool person, in a tool. He's a fool in a tool. His PR person that has been with him, which I would think is a long-term employee since last March, resigned after that white, right when he did that white life matter Never. fashion show, he shirt, he resigned. He's, I'm done with you. You're done. I mean, can you imagine working for him? No. Or I mean, he's on his fifth attorney. I no one he cares. Owes money all over time. Yeah, no one cares what he says. And to me, I feel like his career is over, and it's time for him to seriously go away. But he won't. He won't. And I am. He's a narcissist. I wouldn't. Okay, so Kim may have like she. Looks like she has the perfect life. She does not. She's her, she the has father children, children with Kanye West. Four of them. We'll haunt her for the rest, for the rest of, her, of her, life. her life. That's right. So I mean, it'll be I, like dealing with a child, a petulant mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. that you don't love. I'm so that you don't love. Oh. I I oh. tried to have a baby with with um, when I was married to my Kanye. Because I like Kim. My Kanye. Well, I too checked in somebody on a 72 hour hold on a oh. 5150. Oh. And a genius and not all in the same package. And, but I am so grateful I never had kids because I'd still be tied. Fighting it. Oh. I'd still be tied to this person. You know, but so. Just like Kim is. Oh, she is. God. She is. Can and, you imagine that headache? And always? then he tried to, and then, you know, he tried to say that he and this Gabriella, that she's his sister, and then he spelled her name wrong. And yeah, he just, I can't believe he found the money to do a show in Paris Fashion Week for all that ugly fashion anyway. You know, who wears this crap? Anybody? No. No. 
His, shoe, his shoes were popular for a while. They were for a while, but and, uh, anymore? Amongst the shoe collectors, yes, they still okay. have this weird obsession with it, but no, his clothing line, all that stuff, I haven't heard anything. Okay, let's let's hear from Melinda Gates. She's talking about her divorce. Oh, I saw Uh-oh. this. Yeah. Fortune Magazine. I had some reasons I just couldn't stay in that marriage anymore. The odd thing about COVID, it gave me privacy to do what I need to do. Yeah. It's unbelievably painful in innumerable ways, but I had the privacy to get through it. Is she talking about... She hired a detective to follow Bill. Oh, you know who I'm getting her mixed up with for really... Melinda. Jeff Bezos. No, Bill Melinda okay. Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill okay. Gates. She was able to hire a detective and confirm the rumors. Bill had to stay home and she realized she didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And that's a painful thing to come to realize. And they had to be together. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Melinda, for sharing. He had, you know, she probably believed all of his lies, you know, that nothing was going on with anybody. And when you travel, oh, there's so many opportunities. <laughs> you guys, it's true. Sorry. It's true. Yeah. It really is. All right. <laughs> For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.